Hello and welcome to night number 13 of 31 Nights of Frights presented by In Our Honest Opinion. I am your host, Adam. Starring Jocelyn Donahue, this is Ty West's 2009 homage to the 70s and 80s movies of old, The House of the Devil. Set in 1983, struggling college student Samantha takes a strange babysitting job that coincides with a full lunar eclipse. She slowly realizes her clients harbor a terrifying secret, putting her life in mortal danger. This here is a movie that I don't know how many people are fans of or if it has a big following or not. Uh, I personally am a big fan of this movie. One of the reasons that I love this movie so much is that it shows great restraint from director Ty West, and also it has a very uh, 70s and 80s style feel. It's very apparent from the moment you start watching it that you're watching a movie that loves the movies from the 70s and 80s. This here is a movie that's set in 1983, and it honestly feels like it. You have... uh, authentic hairstyles you have authentic styling as far as the clothes that everybody's wearing you even see old school coke logos on the cups at the pizza restaurant near the beginning even the music has a very definite 80s slant to it it's one of the movies that i really like because the style is here and it honestly does a lot better than some of the other grindhouse style films that came out around the same time in 2008-2009. So with that, I actually want to talk about the restraint given to the story and the movie itself. It's a movie that's a slow builder, so if you're looking for all-out blood and gore near the beginning or lots of violence, you're not actually going to find it here. This one here wants to get under your skin and kind of unnerve you. It does kind of unleash towards the end, and I don't want to give anything away too much, but the actual movie itself, along with the style, everything about the movie just seems to work, and it works well. Some of the casting in the movie is actually kind of fun, too. You have standard creepy guy Tom Noonan, who I'm sure is a nice guy in real life, but every movie that I've seen him in, namely Manhunter, and this one... He honestly is just pretty creepy with his delivery, and as soon as you see him and the way that he's acting, you know something's up. Another fun cameo, I guess you could call it a cameo, is of Dee Wallace. Uh, For those who don't know her, she's actually the mom from Critters and also E.T., so it was kind of fun to see her here in a role. And we also have actress Greta Gerwig, who now has gotten big with uh, her movie Lady Bird that she wrote and directed. And this is one of her starts here. It's one of her first uh, films that she's ever done. And she does a good job here as the annoying best friend. While she's annoying, she just loves her friend and she wants what's best for her. She knows that this house and these people are no good. So how does actress Jocelyn Donahue handle the movie? I think she handles it well. The movie is primarily focused on her. Namely, the first hour or so of the movie is pretty much exclusively her and her acting. It's not an easy role for someone to do, and for somebody with not a lot of screen credit uh, to their name at this point in time, 
She handles everything uh, wonderfully. With one of the things I want to talk about this movie, it's obviously a fairly low-budget independent horror film, and it actually handles its budget really well. There's not too many set pieces. The action is primarily set in the house. However, with the direction of Ty West, his camera angles and movements give you that authentic 80s feel. And even with the way it's edited, it seems to have some some awkward editing, maybe some uh, awkward cuts, but it's a welcome because in a lot of modern horror films, we get a lot of jump cuts to increase the intensity. This movie here lets the movie and the story itself breathe. It lets you get creeped out just by the little nuances in the set pieces here inside the house, such as the awkward noise that you hear. And honestly, if any of us were in Samantha's position in this movie, I think we would all be legitimately creeped out. You don't know a whole lot about the family. You don't know a whole lot about the house. Once she starts doing some investigation, there's definite cause for concern when she sees some things throughout. She doesn't even see one of the most horrific things in the movie, uh, which I'm not going to spoil here. I'll let you guys discover that on your own. But this is definitely one that you should check out. Uh, Sit back, turn down the lights, and enjoy it. It's a movie that is classy. It's a homage, but you know what? It's one of those that doesn't copy it actually goes in some different directions than what you would think it would go in and with that i think i'm going to close out tonight's episode as a reminder you can find me on twitter at adam underscore fbgm and also give a listen to our podcast in our honest opinion good night